Today's Survivor Exit interview is brought to you by the first Rob Has a Podcast original web series, Reality Game Masters. See the trailer for the ultimate reality TV showdown and find out how you can help make it happen at realitygamemasters.com. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino here with another Survivor Caramoan exit interview. And today we're going to be talking with the second person voted out on Survivor Caramoan. We're going to speak with Ali Pohovitz and talk to her about what went down in the fans tribe. We have everything with Shamar and the hidden immunity idol. So we're going to get into all of that uh, with her here this morning for you. So last night we had a uh, another great recap of the episode live. Uh, Stephen Fishback and myself. It's so much fun right after the show ends to uh, turn the podcast machine on and talk to Stephen Fishback live. We had hundreds of people in the chat room watching along with us too, uh, taking questions. Uh, we went through everything. If you wanted to check out Survivor Know It Alls, that is available on uh, robhasawebsite.com. We discussed everything that went down and how they handled the hidden immunity idol, uh, what we thought of the new of the new corporation stealth r us inc and everything that happened uh, last night so that was a lot of fun you can check that out on robhasawebsite.com and then later today we're going to talk with holly hoffman and in a full recap of the episode and talk to holly about what she thinks about what's been going on this season and how her old nicaragua buddy brenda is faring so far this season but i see here that we have ali on the line so let's go ahead and patch her through and ali are you there? Hi, Rob. Allie, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> yes, I'm doing. I'm doing very good. But again, it's not about me. This is all. This is your time. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah, as um, it should be. So, Allie, uh, uh, much like myself, you are a fellow survivor from Long Island. Uh, welcome, welcome yeah. to the uh, small but very, very, very esteemed club of uh, Long Island survivors. Yeah, I wish I could have brought, you know, a little better name for us. But, um, yeah, thanks. Oh, all right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, so you were part of this uh, fans versus favorites. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I, I was blindsided, too. I didn't think I thought I thought it was going to be Shamar. It was all about Shamar last night. But all of a sudden, these mm-hmm. fans decide that they don't want you around. What happened? Um, you know what? I wish that I could tell you. Um, no, we had... We First of all, I'll start out by saying we weren't that stupid to think that four out of ten was a good call. Um, we were working with Matt, and in the beginning we were working with Laura, and once we switched, you know, once we realized that Laura switched, we figured once we got rid of Shamar, the four of us and Matt would be a five versus four anyway, um, and everything got blown up at the last minute with all the idol stuff and all that. So I think, you know, it was just too little too late once, you know, the little rush right before Tribal Council, everybody was just a downward spiral. Why'd they pick you out of, you know, they could have gotten rid of Hope, they could have gotten rid of one of the guys. How come it was you? Um, I think that I just, unfortunately, it sounds pathetic to say it, but I knew the game more than them, which is ironic that I got voted out knowing the game more than they did. But I think I was just, you know, the most strategic out of the four of us. And I think Reynolds was too big of, a, you know, a help in challenges to get rid of him that early. Okay, well, let's talk about Reynolds. Now, first off, it was the relationship between you and Reynolds, was that a romantic relationship or that was a platonic relationship? No, that was platonic. I mean, I love Reynolds to death and, you know, he's a great person. It was it was a comfort thing. It wasn't. We never hooked up, you know, contrary to what everybody believes. We never hooked up. He's just an awesome person. He's like one of my friends at home and, you know, I like hanging out with him, but it, it was never further than that. So go back to that first episode. So uh, 
a lot mm-hmm. of people were under the impression that was you and Reynolds uh, in the shelter. Uh, you know, ha- having fun like the kids do. Is that is that <laughs> is that a misconception? Was that actually Hope and Eddie? No, that I mean, that, yeah, that's my music tattoo. That was us, but it wasn't as drastic as everybody. Okay. You know, for a, the ten seconds that you guys saw, you also have to realize we were the two people on the end of the shelter, and it was raining, and we were rubbing each other's backs. Like it really wasn't as sketchy yeah. as everybody's making it out to be. Yeah. So I don't it have is any, what it is. I don't have any friends like that, Allie. Yeah, well, that's because you're married. That, well, I'm including Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, with this whole thing with uh, with Reynolds, did you realize that the four of you guys last week, when you were the uh, quote unquote cool kids, uh, again, uh, another thing I don't know anything oh, about, uh, the <laughs> being one of the cool kids, did you guys realize that you were sort of alienated from the other people in the group? Um, well, watching it, yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? But. Um, it wasn't, again, I know that I keep saying this, it wasn't as bad as, look, we were always with a few other people, you know, the, the five minutes we go for a swim by ourselves, they just happen to blow up and make us look like the idiots that we are. Um, but Matt was always with us, Matt or Laura, we always tried to drag somebody else with us or we would split up and it was like Matt, um, Matt Reynolds and Eddie would hang out a lot or me, Laura and Hope would hang out a lot. We really tried to steer clear of the four of us doing anything together as obnoxious as it seemed we did realize what was going on and in fairness most of that stuff seemed to be coming from eddie so uh probably have to take take it up with him uh he was the guy with you hey we're hey we're the two best good looking people here we're the cool kids you know i hate to say it but you know if you want to sit at our table um all right so let's go back to reynolds last night so after you guys come Mm -hmm. back from the challenge and he starts to get into it with shamar do you guys realize Mm -hmm. at that point that you're probably outnumbered well, that was the reason he got into it with Shamar was because at the challenge, Shamar and I got into it, and he was screaming at me in front of the other tribe, um, which you don't see any of. But that's why when we came back, everybody was basically appalled with Shamar's actions. And that's why Reynolds basically stood up for me saying, you know, your actions are disgusting. You can't act like that. You're just not a normal human being. Um, so I think at that point, everybody was still kind of stressed out from the challenge because everybody went into different sections based on Shamar's idea of where people should be during that challenge. And it was just, it was horrendous, and nobody wanted to do what he wanted to do. And we ended up doing his idea anyway because he doesn't shut up. And when his idea didn't work, he was like, well, you guys didn't do what I wanted to. And it just, it was a, a war. And, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we knew it was coming, but I just figured, I think we all basically thought Shamar is so awful to live with that there's no way they can get rid of any of us. How how it made any sense to them to keep him over us who are actually good in challenges is just beyond me. He didn't leave the shelter at all. How How is he helping you? Well, maybe he was resting for the challenges, Allie. Yeah, but then he sucked in the challenge. So, <laughs> Well, he did. In fairness, <laughs> in that so, challenge that we saw last night, I mean, it looked like he was pulling the rope uh, pretty good. It looks like that. That's he seems like the ideal guy you would want pulling the rope, right? I mean, I guess, but he also, it took him 20 minutes to get the girls back to the shore, so I don't know that he did that great of a job pulling a rope. And also, they weighed maybe 250 pounds, all three of them combined, so I probably could have done it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, to me, it looked like you guys <laughs> lost that challenge. The, the the people who were diving in the water, who were, who were the three people that were jumping in the water for you with you guys? Uh, Sherry, Sherry, Hope, and Julia. Well, that was what the fight was about, was that um, I should be down in the water, and he kept saying, you know, well... It's a lot easier to pull Julia because she's half your size, which is true. But when you're on a pulley system, that makes no difference. And you're an idiot. And I have a swimming background. So this is just stupid. And it was a big war. And basically, we just 
suck it up and we're like, do whatever Shamar wants just to shut him up because he's making us look like idiots in front of the other team. Yeah. Look at you, Allie, pulling, dropping the physics on us this morning. I, I can't. It's so <laughs> frustrating. I think about it every day. I wake up. I'm just so mad. Shamar. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go back to this tribal council where, you know, shortly mm-hmm. before Reynolds uh, comes up with the immunity idol. Now, did he share with you guys in the alliance that he found the hidden immunity idol? Um, I, I knew about it a while before tribal council. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just Reynolds and I. Okay. But, yeah. So did was there any talk between you guys of one, did you know that the votes were coming down on you? And two, if so, should he have given you the idol and maybe pulled a fast one on the other six? Um, well, well, the problem with everything was that um, right before tribal council, Reynolds had buried the idol, not saying he wasn't going to bring it. And I was like, what are you doing? You have an idol, you bring it to tribal. This is just stupid. What are you doing? So the reason he was so fidgety and everything was because he, three minutes before tribal, ran up to go get where he had buried the idol. Um, and we just, we didn't have enough time to talk it over. Sherry basically, Sherry and I had a conversation right before I left that just basically told me I was going home that night. And I said it to him and he said, no, I have Matt. I swear to you, I have Matt. I wouldn't let anything happen. Um, and I guess it was my own stupidity for believing him, but I could have used the idol and I didn't. And I think about it every day. Oh man. Allie, yeah. we, we have to get I you know. into survivor therapy. I know. Oh, it sucks. You know what it's like. He's being such a big fan and then just getting blown out of the water by people who had no idea what they were doing. It sucks. <laughs> Uh, how, how dare you imply I know what that's like? How dare you? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I guess let's talk about Shamar a little bit. Now, what was he doing okay. that was, you know, yes, it looked like he was laying around the shelter all day and, and he was telling, uh, we told, we've heard him tell about, uh, you know, people to shut up about four or five different times. But besides all that, what what was so bad about living with Shamar? Shamar is just the most vile human being I've ever come across in my entire life. He, um, he just, I mean, he would get up in the morning, basically go run to the bathroom, come back and bark orders at us until we went to bed. He, I don't think he ever went for water. I don't think he ever picked up anything. Him getting fired is actually a joke because he stood there for 10 seconds while Reynolds and Eddie did the fire. So it's cute that that looks like what happened. He just did nothing. He literally would scream at us all day. He would curse at me on an hourly basis. He's just a disgusting, disgusting human being. So... Well, what did you think of Sherry's strategy that she said last night that she was going to use Shamar to be her Philip uh, in I the think, game? I think it's brilliant. I mean, I, I wasn't a big fan of Sherry, but it's not like I had a huge hatred for her. So the fact that she thought she could stand him enough with him and, you know, keep him in her alliance, because if the two of them are there, I'm always going to want him out. She, she can stay, you know, till the very end. So I think it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Now, last week on the Favorites Tribe, we saw Dawn and Cochran and, uh, to a lesser degree, Andrea be sort of the swing vote that both sides sort of thought they had them. Was it Matt and Mike who were the ultimate uh, swing votes for you guys this week? No, we never thought we had Michael. Um, I would say Matt and Laura. Interesting. Now, what caused you guys to lose the uh, swing votes in uh, Matt and Laura? Um, I think Laura was very tight with Sherry. And I think Hope and I made the mistake of telling Laura that we didn't trust Sherry. Um, and Sherry kind of said, well, that's because, you know, you're the third person of those girls. She basically made Laura feel like she was Laura wasn't included in our group. And I think Laura thought, well, if I'm with them, I don't want to be the fifth person out. If I'm with these people, you know, I'm going to stay longer than 
say a Shamar or a Julia. So I think she went with that, which is fine because she's probably right. Mm-hmm. Really stuff because we really did think we were working with him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, we started talking to Matt probably day one. I think me Reynolds and Matt spoke before I even said two words to hope already. Yeah. How about the idea of going up against the favorites here? I mean, what what's that mindset like for the fans? You know, it's hard enough you come into Survivor and have to play your own game and then to be pit up against some of these Survivor returning favorites. And I've said all along, I think that the learning curve, it's mm-hmm. really the people who, if you've played Survivor, it's it's so much more, you have so much more knowledge than somebody who's just coming oh, God, into it yeah. for the first time. So uh, what's that like as a disadvantage? I mean, it's a huge disadvantage. Even that first challenge, you could tell it was a disadvantage because we were wondering how they were getting so far ahead. We all had shoes on. We had giant sneakers on holding us down in the water. They're all running through the sand barefoot. I'm thinking something is going to eat my foot off if I don't have shoes. They all know, well, that's a joke. They're not going to put us in with infected, you know, something that's going to destroy us while we're running through it. Um, so that things like that, why would we have any idea that that was what was going to happen? Um, as far as things around camp, like the getting water, we would boil it for hours and hours trying to get one pot of water, and they were just drinking it straight out of the well. That killed hours out of our day that we could have been doing stuff to make camp life better and had no idea what we were doing. Um, just just little things that you don't realize watching the show that they would have any advantage. Um, and as far as making alliances right away, we just felt, you know, I was hanging out with people. It wasn't that hope was in my alliance. I liked her. And watching it, I'm like, what an idiot I was to not realize that me hanging out with hope was going to destroy my game. Whereas the people that were friends on the other side, you know, they just basically ignored each other because that's what you should do. If you're working with someone, ignore them. And, you know, why would we know that? So, Allie, how about this? So uh, we saw this season, you know, they brought Francesca back. She was the first one mm-hmm. uh, kicked off. Uh, what if, you know, a year a year or two down the line, uh, they you, you get a you get a phone call and uh, they mm-hmm. say, Allie, we want to we want to bring you back. But the mm-hmm. twist is uh, much like Francesca, you're going to be on a tribe with Shamar when we bring you back. Would you? You can bring me back with nineteen shamars, and I I would do it. Nine, I, I mean, <laughs> nineteen shamars. Who would who would get the firewood? Nobody. It would be me living by myself in the ocean because that's close as I would get to him. But it would still. It would be better. It would be better. At least I could redeem myself, and he'd just he'd fizzle out anyway. So he'd be fine. You know, if not eating and drinking for that long and not standing up, he'd probably wear away fast. So I'd be fine. I'd win easily. I'd probably be better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let me pick your brain real quick on a couple of these other fans that we haven't seen too much from. Uh, what's going on with Julia? Tell, tell us a little bit about Julia. Um, the first few days, was it sucks for Julia because she got sunburned really bad. I know they showed Cochran a little bit, but if you can see in some of the stuff, Julia's face got really burnt. She was puffing and bleeding, so she wasn't really out doing a lot of stuff. It wasn't because she's lazy or anything like that. She was just in a lot of pain, and I think she was trying to put on a good face for the rest of us. Um, I don't, I don't know. We're not the greatest of friends. I don't have anything bad to say about her. She's just not my kind of person. We're not, you know, we wouldn't hang out in real life. All right. And how about Laura? Other than uh, checking out everybody's bulges uh, for <laughs> hidden immunity idols, uh, what's what, tell us about Laura. I, I really love Laura. I mean, I know that sounds stupid because everybody's like, well, it's her fault that you're out. But I really I don't think that it is. I think the problem was that me and Laura were the first two that were working together. And because we didn't like each other's alliance, I couldn't work with Sherry and she didn't like Reynolds. Um, it basically fizzled out. And I think that she already knew kind of my game plan and told everybody what was going on. Um, but Laura's a really smart girl. And, you know, I commend her for 
picking the side with the numbers. All right. And last thing, how's everything in Oceanside? You guys uh, doing okay after Sandy? Yeah, we got really lucky. It could have been a lot worse. So thank you. Okay. Uh, what was worse, Sandy or Shamar? Shamar, okay. definitely. <laughs> Superstorm <laughs> Shamar. Stop, stop giving him so much airtime. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Allie. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us today. And uh, yeah, all the best to you. Thank you so much, Rob. Hopefully, see you soon. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. That was Allie Pohovitz from Survivor Caramoan, second person kicked off here on a very exciting season of Survivor. So still a lot more to do here on a very busy Survivor Thursday on Rob Has a Podcast. I'm going to do our full Survivor episode recap with a first-time episode guest. Uh, We talked to her in an exit interview after her season, but this is the first time we're really going to sit down and talk with Holly Hoffman, Survivor Nicaragua. So many people have been asking me for for quite a long time, and now with Brenda back on the show, uh, this is a great opportunity, I thought, to uh, speak with Holly. So we're going to find out what she's thinking about everything going on this season. Now, if you want to get your feedback onto the show, uh, we love to take your voicemails, and there's two ways for you to do it. Uh, Number one, via the microphone on your computer, you can go ahead and go to robhasawebsite.com slash voicemail and leave us a message that way. Or from your phone, you can call the new Rob Has a Podcast uh, voicemail inbox, and that phone number is 323-282-RHAP, 323-282-RHAP. I love the voicemail segment, love hearing uh, your questions and your comments, and we'll play uh, the best ones on the show. So very busy weekend as well coming up on Rob Has a Podcast. So we're going to uh, get back into it with The Amazing Race. I'm not sure if all of you guys are Amazing Race fans or not, but uh, we are covering The Amazing Race this season, and we're going to speak with uh, two racers from last season, Ryan and Abby are going to join us, and we're going to do that live on a Google Hangout on Sunday night, and we're going to do it a little bit later because the Oscars are on Sunday night, so I think we're looking at either probably a 9.30 Pacific time start time after the Oscars end, so if you can't stay up late with us on Sunday night for you East Coasters, that'll be available for you guys on Rob Has a Website. And then the other thing that we're very excited about is we just announced last night on Survivor Know-It-Alls the news about our first original Rob Has a Podcast web series that we're doing, which is called Reality Game Masters. We are bringing together uh, three of the greatest strategic minds from Survivor and three of the greatest strategic minds from Big Brother, and we're bringing them all to one place to uh, duke it out in a very high-stakes game of risk that we're going to film uh, like a web series. Every episode is going to be one of the players being eliminated from the game. Uh, It should be a lot of fun. I'm very excited about that. And if you want to see more about that and see the trailer and get more details about how that's all going to work, you can go to realitygamemasters.com. So very excited about that. And I've got some really, really great responses from people on Twitter and people are uh, really excited to see how that's all going to play out. We're going to be announcing more cast members as we go along here over the next uh, two weeks or so. So 
That's going to do it for this exit interview on Rob Has a Podcast. If you uh, like what you heard and you want to get more of this, you can subscribe to our podcast. If you go to uh, robhasawebsite.com slash iTunes for our main show uh, subscription, or if you want to subscribe only to Survivor, you can get that link at robhasawebsite.com slash show feeds. And we love getting uh, feedback and stars from you on iTunes. Always appreciated. So that's going to do it for me here this afternoon. I'll be back later tonight uh, or early Friday morning for you guys on the East Coast with our podcast with Holly Hoffman. Should be a lot of fun. Want to hear some voicemails from you guys and uh, let us know what you think. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.